ready to podcast now. Oh, yeah, dude. We're doing hats. I yeah. love hat day. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. This is not just a hat, okay? Let me let me get up for you right now so that you can take in this goodness, okay? Oh, my God. It's an entire onesie. There's no butt pockets. If we're doing hats, we're going all in. But there's real pockets in the front where my phones can get lost. It's a moose? It's a moose. You've got a moose? It's got got like this dad hat dangly. Hang on. Antonio, where's yours? Yeah, Antonio. Um, Get your hat. I'm not cool cool enough to have a hat. Come on, Antonio. Come on. You gotta do it. I don't have a hat. Yeah, you do. You gotta make Pixel Raider hats. Let's get a Pixel Raider hat. (laughs) Yeehaw! You wanna borrow my hat? I'll bring it to you tomorrow. Oh, you bring that to me, yeah. Right now. Here you go. It would look so good on me. If you just picked up something on your end, Antonio, that looked (laughs) identical to that and put it on, I would have shit. Wouldn't Wait, that would have been amazing. You would have been <laughs> so freaking cool. Stop the cast. Get yourself a black beanie. Now I'm gonna get mine, and we're gonna do- <laughs> pass that shit right through. Dude, oh uh, we should do that kind of trickery next time. Okay. Yeah. Well, on episode we 34, we can Everybody do it. Watching and listening, um, ignore that. Yeah, if anyone's just listening with your headphones, you just missed out on some really quality content in the last, like, three to five minutes involving a moose onesie, a cowboy hat, and Antonio being a really lame butt. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that doesn't sound different than most episodes. Yeah. That's what I do. Cool. Uh, welcome to episode, what is this? Episode 33. 33. 33. The big 3-3. Three, three. Is, three, is that a lottery three. thing? Is it? Is there a lottery that's 33 I related? I know people have this thing where they see duplicate numbers and supposed to mean something. Um, It means... 23? No. No, 33, because it's 3 and then 3. Um, I'm going to just guess that our fortune is... Um, that we will have large dicks in another life. You mean this life? I was going to say, I mean, I heard a guy that in this life. <laughs> and you've got the governor, don't you? Uh, well. <laughs> Not even a question, Antonio. That was bought the same minute we brought it up in that episode. It's true. You can how ask you, Kayla all about it. How do, you make a mo- <laughs> how do you make a moose blush? Bring up the governor. Bring up the governor. So, that is, this is episode 33, like we said, of Pictuator's Land Party. Uh, as you guys hopefully know by now, I'm Antonio. I'm Danny. And I'm Will. Tristan is not here because he's in Maine, hopefully catching lobsters and bringing them back. And having he's a great probably time. catching lobsters with his bare teeth. I swear to God. Better than crabs, though. I swear if he didn't eat like any lobsters, I'm going to... Slap him, please. I want to punch him like right in the throat next time I see him. Throat punch. That's he's good. either Go right okay. Throat punch. He's either catching lobsters with his teeth or sitting on the top of a lighthouse playing Bioshock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. He's doing that on mobile. Yeah. Yeah. Because on his yeah. iPhone. Yeah. His iPhone right, iOS yeah. version of Bioshock, which in the last episode we that discussed. Doesn't, no. That doesn't even run. Yeah. yeah. It was garbage. <laughs> 
He's remote playing his Vita. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe he's remote playing, or maybe he has Wi-Fi up there, and he brought his laptop so he can play yeah, it. Yeah, he has Wi-Fi on the lighthouse. Mm. Listen, why I feel like if he owned a lighthouse, lighthouse lighthouses are really high tech now. Wi-Fi. Do you know how pissed I would first be? First thing if, I would do is put in Wi-Fi. Do you know how pissed I would be right? if some SOB has fucking Wi-Fi on a lighthouse where we can't even get cellular service underground in New York? Well, Some stations, stations have them. Have that access, barely, yeah. barely. Like almost Barely. all of them in on Midtown. the NQ line in Midtown, yeah. Well, that doesn't yeah. help me because I don't take that line. Take well, the, listen, take the maybe you need line. to live somewhere better. Live on the red line. What do you keep stroking your stash for? Because it's weirding you out. That's why I was doing it. It's not weirding me out. I just wondered. <laughs> also, because the bristles are getting really long, and if I don't, it gets in my mouth when I talk. Yeah, me to, too. It's like constant not, maintenance. Not full great. of pubes. That sounds that sounds lovely. It's pretty good, you know. If you you know if you need pointers, about full of pubes is pretty good. Show you, yeah, yeah. I know what I'm about, son. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so anyway, yeah. So, can't shame well, what, him. What have you guys been playing? <laughs> Danny. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, Will, Will, go ahead. Will. Oh, sorry. Now, Will okay. wants to go first. I'm starting. Go, Will, go, Will, go. So I've been playing The Witcher um, Three. No. And shut up. It's going to be an ongoing joke every episode. <laughs> Technically, it's still installed, and I have to finish the final quest. Anyway. Um, Hashtag Destiny, never finish Witcher 3. I bought the Rise of Iron expansion for Destiny. Oh, did you? How I did. Um, and yeah, what do you think? It's really good. Um, I like it a lot. I, they added... They added a huge amount of space. Um, so the first thing you get is this massive additional... Like literal space or like... Like yeah, inventory? No, like not like No Man's Sky. No, they had they actually gave you <laughs> a huge God. playable area. So in Old Russia Earth has been expanded, basically <gasps> doubled. Oh, I love Old Russia Earth. Yeah, it's been great. You play Destiny. I don't know if you're trolling yeah, or not, but basically... No, no, no. no I love Destiny. I, I mean, I did love Destiny. They expanded Old Russia Earth to have a full, like, doubled the size over here. So you can go through a wall that has now been blown open, and there's, like, a shit ton of additional stuff. Uh, a magical wall that reveals right, the know, yeah. half of the planet. Which, which they do. I like that so that you can follow along people on playlists, and then as they go into the stuff that you haven't paid for, you find a wall, and they don't find a wall. Because oh, okay, that's kind of okay. so like you can still play crossplay. It's not like you have to load a full new world. So I can very easily go back into stuff that people haven't paid for, um, and there's no problem playing with them over there. I just that makes sense. Crossing the wall means I'm in stuff that I pay for. Um, let's see. There's new light level expansions. There's new um, gear. Uh, everything kind of is averaging around 320. Um, damage slash protection armor or whatever. Um, they've raised the light level cap. They've still kept everyone at level 40, but light level has been the big thing anyway for a long time, so that's now expanded. Um, the new quest is actually pretty interesting. It's short. I think they added an additional strike and an additional raid. I heard it's like two hours, two or three hours. It's probably can, a good two or yeah. three hours of gameplay. Plow through the campaign. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the stuff you need some of the new gear to go through, but once you get it, you can start tearing ass. And then I really enjoy the fact that um, there's that new mega hammer that they've installed, the axe. You get this like fire axe now 
that is essentially like a soul sword, but it does a hammer splash attack if you need it to, like with uh, Red Trigger. Does massive AoE, and then you can do a, a swing just like a normal sword attack. Um, and you can recharge it by running over these like plumes of fire that are all over the map. So cool. in the Crucible, there's some new additions, and in um, which is the PvP for those of you who haven't played um, Destiny, the Crucible is the kind of like go-to matchmaking. And then, yeah, it's been really good. Oh, also, there's a new social area. It's like, I heard about that. Yeah, so the new social area they put in a jumping puzzle because they discovered that everybody in Destiny loves jump jumping puzzles to get to the top of stuff. So it's at the base of a mountain, and then if you jump up the side there's like a really difficult pattern of leaps you have to make to get up the mountain like a billy goat. And at the top, there's a campfire and there's like this SIVA cluster that um, it's a collectible that you need to unlock other stuff um, sitting there waiting for you. So there is a reward for climbing to the top. You get this awesome view and then you can push people off the edge as they get close. Are there, are there new enemy types? There are new like, enemy types. Like the word, like the, I think the Taken were really cool. Yes, yeah. so the new enemy has been added in is a blending of Fallen and this okay. new stuff um, that I'm not going to spoil too much of, but it's kind of like they get spliced with this DNA rewriting material um, that alters machines and alien life forms and armor and weaponry. Are they androids? No, they're not androids, but they are the being, guardians themselves. They are being controlled and are wielding this stuff as if it's like a symbiotic relationship. Um, okay. A close example might be spliced, like I don't know, spliced zombies, I guess. But they have a lot more strength and a lot more um, intelligence than a standard zombie, if you will. So um, how much is how much is that expansion going for? Fifty. The expansion is thirty dollars, um, which okay. is actually pretty reasonable. It is the third and final, if my understanding is correct, expansion to Destiny, um, which does mark the uh, year anniversary again uh, when it was released. They have a thing about timers in Destiny, which is cool. Um, but that also does, if you're into the rumor sites, um, hearken to the potential that next year or the year after we'll see Destiny two. Destiny. Isn't it Destiny 3? It might be 3. No, because no, we have Destiny, but they called it Year 2. Right, Destiny Year 2, and this is Destiny oh, Year three. 3. Right, this is right. Destiny Year 3 that we're in. Okay. Ish? Yeah. Yeah, but this would be considered Destiny like the 2. Second the second edition, right. Second edition of Destiny. That's what, that's what they should say, second edition or something. Something like that, or the new yeah. Destiny, the new game, or something. I don't know what they'll call it. But no, that's too confusing. The that's potential would Nintendo, be... That's a Nintendo naming right there. I know. They're, they're oh. End of, they're running out of stuff to add into Destiny, and since this is the major expansion, they just launched it. They're like, you get everything here, get all this cool stuff, play it again, love Destiny, and then this, I think, is the the kind of capstone to what they're going to be working on with this. Well, you know, you know, what would be exciting too is the fact that now uh, they cut off support for last gen, so it'd be kind of cool to see what they could do with the engine and everything if they just focus on current gen. They did actually. Yeah, that was well, an yeah. interesting thing. There was a there was a patch. Did you did you install it? If you even if you I, don't it, it auto installs on mine. Yeah, even if you don't download the new expansion, which by the way, if you turn on Destiny, it will download for you, and then you have to unlock it, which makes it easier for load times when you want to play the game, um, which I like, uh, and that also makes it so you can play with people who haven't paid for the content. Everyone's on the same page, same build. Um, 
but it tells you that you're going to have difficulty if you're still playing on your older gens. So 360 and Xbox One, for example, if I say okay, and you have to say okay to continue playing on your Xbox One, it says from now on, I'm going to do my best to mesh your existing accounts on the characters. So like, let's say you had a warlock over here, and the warlock you play here sometimes, and back and forth and whatever. It does its best to upload the build so they're one, and then it makes a clone. So now you've got a 360 game that you can do crazy shit on, and you've got an Xbox One game you've done crazy shit on, but they are no longer the same. No longer identical characters, so progress made on one will not reflect on the other after this update. Um, right. So if you don't want that to happen, too bad, because it's happened. <laughs> I, was just think, I was just thinking as far as like engine and processing power, too. Like yeah. It would be cool to see what they could do to push it. I would be, more. I would be interested, and in, I think they're kind of anticipating where the consoles are going to go, and they're thinking about next-gen also. So, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I like it, and I wasn't convinced. I had to be talked into buying the Taken King, and then I bought that, and I loved it, and I played a shit ton. I thought the Taken King was pretty good. Was I really like the good. Taken King, yeah. And then yeah. now that I have bought this one, I fell in love with it again. I actually, I got suckered in because there was a there was a new like puzzle piece mission that they added for just everybody, and I didn't play that when I turned the game off last because it didn't exist and they patched it in. So it was like waiting for me, like a new quest step for you. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to buy this expansion. I'm not going to get rise of iron. I don't need it. I don't care. I'm just going to play a little bit because I see some good stuff and you know, destiny had some good times. And then I saw there was a new mission. So I was like, all right, well I gotta, I gotta play the mission. I mean, I can't have an empty star there. I have to clear the star. I got to play the mission. So I played the mission and then it led me to another mission. So I played that one, and then I was like, shit. And I bought that expansion. <laughs> and it's been really good. I've been, I've been tearing, tearing ass to the galaxy. So nice. I would, yeah, I would like recommend this, it. I mean, I'll, I'll look into it. Yeah. I do hop back in time to time. Yeah. Just because I, I did have a lot of good times with it. I mean, if you yeah. have an Xbox One you want to play it on, and you want to do some raids, I would definitely get some people together to do a raid. I've got at least I have, three. I have it on PS4. I no. do too. Well, you guys, <laughs> yeah. I need people to raid yeah. with. I have I have never done a raid because I can you never find You should get a PS4 then. You should get a PS4 slam. Oh, yeah. But, then, but, okay, but first off, two problems with this goal. One, I have to buy a new console. Two, I have to buy the game again. Three, I have to buy all the expansions again. Well. Expensive. You float. Well, you you got a fancy pants new job. You, you I, I ain't that fancy pants. It's good, but it ain't that good. It's not life changing. I'll tell you that. Oh, it's definitely. It life is actually life changing. Maybe, no, maybe not financially, but it's yeah, I'm gonna slap you. Away. Anyway, yeah, is that, is that all you're playing? Uh, almost exclusively. The last week has been Destiny. Yeah. All right. What about you, Danny? I'll give you one guess. <laughs> Wow. wow. Yes, I've been playing so much World of Warcraft. It's been amazing. Raids came out last week, and mm. my guild ripped through it. We got um, five of the seven bosses down, um, which took us six hours in total, over two oh, days. Man. Wow. Yeah. So I'm really, really excited. Like, A... It's the hardest content in the game right now. B, heroic raids and mythic raids are coming out this coming Tuesday. So we can like try the even harder game modes for the raids. 
And so far, like, I'm so happy with this expansion. Like, usually by now, I would have, like, done everything there was to do except for, like, grinding reputation. And it would be boring except for raid. But, like, it's even exciting not even raiding, which is something that's very hard for me to, like, pay attention to outside of, like, you know, the one thing that I came to the game to do. Um, Yeah. What's really, really cool is they have... Um, that I like started doing this week is they have. Did either one of you play Diablo three? Um, a teeny, tiny little bit. bit, but probably not enough. Yeah. So Diablo three, um, I think it came out in the newer expansion of Diablo three. Um, they have like these um, keystone rifts, which you can unlock using a keystone, and the keystones have different basically like grades of difficulty, like one through 20 something, whatever's. Um, And so like they integrated that into the World of Warcraft dungeons. So the hardest dungeons in the game, you can get like these keystones for, um, and they will ramp up the difficulty of those dungeons. And like the loot that you get at the end is even better based on how difficult it was. So it's like um, a level three keystone will make it so that the enemies are like have 16% more health and do 16% more damage versus like a level six keystone, which makes the enemies have like 46% more life, 46% more damage. And then like if they're in a pack and you kill one, all the rest of them do 5% more damage, kill another one, 10% more kill another 15% more. Um, so it's just like difficulty stacked on top of difficulty stacked on top of difficulty, which makes uh, it so that like, as you get better and better and better in the game, you can still continue to get better and better rewards um, and still continue to be challenged. Uh, yeah. That's pretty cool. I, I mean, that, keeps it. It, that keeps it engaging at the very least because then there's, it's not just like mow through these yeah. Same assholes over and over again. You're actually able to progress. Yeah. Right. Hmm. But yeah, uh, it's been wow. And God, I haven't touched a console in a little bit, you guys, and I'm going to have to change that. You could get an Xbox One and play Destiny. She, she has an Xbox I have an Xbox One, but I have mm-hmm. Destiny for PS4. Sell that shit and get it for Xbone. Danny, yeah, don't sell that no. shit because you'd rather play with me than Will. I probably would. Oh, you, you play- do? At, oh, least, oh. at least I know Antonio's good. Oh, my God, you scrub lord. All right. Let's- if you, I mean, if you play it on Xbox, it'll probably crash on you. Send me sure. your KD, motherfucker. Maybe I will. Play me in. Uh, we should get. You know what? We should both buy um, Overwatch for PC so we can just go head to head there when we have arguments. Okay. I'll beat you there, too. No, you won't. You definitely yeah, won't. Yeah, I will. You will not. Who are you playing in uh, Overwatch? All support, all the time. Oh my god, me too. <laughs> mercy be mercy. Yeah, mercy be mercy. Actually, I play a lot or more May. Zenyatta than I do. Mercy. I could play Mercy or May or pretty much anybody in a support class. I actually have been getting a mean Ana these days. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm upping my Ana game. Mm. Tell me more, Scrub Lord. Maybe I will. <laughs> <laughs> So that's all you've been playing, 
Yeah, that's really <laughs> it. All right. Well, I haven't Great. been wow. having a ton of time. I've been getting ready for like Comic Con and stuff. And right, right, yeah, that's true. All right, I have been playing pretty much exclusively Paper Mario. Here, that's there. it. Oh my so, gosh, dude! Here, wait, here, there, and everywhere. Like, uh, I I started playing again on 3DS, and funny enough, uh, Tristan messaged me because uh, he started playing on 3DS too. And we didn't talk about it. We both just happened to start playing. And he texts me. He's like, yo, I started playing again. And it's really not as bad as I thought it was. He <laughs> goes, if you just don't think of it as a Paper Mario RPG game, it's actually pretty good. And I said, yeah, I know. Mm. I, I started playing it again. And it's actually a lot of fun in its own way. Um, and then I'm halfway through uh, Super Mario, Super Paper Mario on the Wii U. Uh, which that game is obviously brilliant and so good. Um, I played a little bit of um, Deus Ex, and I just I just can't get into it. I just no. I can't get into the story. It just really? feels so generic to me. I don't know, but the gameplay is, was pretty good. But I just yeah. How's the combat? Is the combat fun? Yeah, but I'd still. I think the problem is is it feels like kind of every other game I've played relatively recently that's the same thing with like uncharted 4 like i am about halfway through uncharted 4 and i just have no desire to beat it partially i think because i played and beat every other uncharted so the other previous four and then since then we've had rise of the tomb raider we've had tomb raider and then rise of the tomb raider both Mm -hmm. of which i beat and they're pretty similar games so i think i'm just as far as that genre goes i'm just not feeling it right now yeah that's fair that's fair. Um, oh, I know what else I've been playing. Sorry. You can continue. The Bioshock. Uh, oh, how is that? The new one? That's actually, I'm interested collection. in that. How's it run? Is it collection? It's, um, I'm playing it on PS4, and it, yes, it runs great. Um, the textures look a lot nicer. Um, I mean, so far, I haven't had any, like, crazy crashes but I've only probably put like an hour or two into it. Okay. Um, so I'm still like, you know, like the big daddy, like just got introduced and like so far it's been like mostly story based cinematic stuff, a little bit of combat. Um, but it, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, like visually the graphics look beautiful. I still don't think it looks like as if it was like a a, a port to next gen. Like you can still tell that it's like older, you know, a little older with like some beautiful textures on top of it. And but like, man, that's you can't beat that story. How does the gameplay hold up, especially mm-hmm. from the first one? Um, it it holds up just fine. I mean, I I had originally played it on uh, three sixty, um, so it's a little strange playing it on. Um, PS4, PS4 controller because yeah. um, I, pl- I played all the Bioshocks on Xbox um, so now playing it on PS4 it's like I, I'm not really having any gameplay difference that I can noticeably tell other than like me physically with a controller mm-hmm. yeah so that adaption cool. rate yeah yes that's pretty much what I've been playing too um, as I as we slowly creep towards PlayStation VR launch, 
my gosh. Antonio, are you excited? It's like three weeks. Yo, I'm so pumped, especially because I got a confirmation that I'll be getting Robinson the Journey. Uh, to review. Tell us you. about Robinson the Journey. Oh, my God. So Robinson the Journey is a game where you play as an astronaut. Um, it's kind of a cliche sounding story, but I, don't, I really don't care. So you're in space, and uh, by the sound of it, you're supposed to – you're sent on a mission to find another planet to colonize. Pretty generic stuff. Sure. Oh, my God. You're uh, – there's a malfunction, and your ship crashes. Pretty standard stuff. However, where it gets super cool is you crash land, and when you wake up, there's this little sphere. I forget what they call him, um, but he's like he almost looks like uh, a ghost. A ghost, almost uh, between a ghost and uh, uh, Wheatley from Portal. Oh, okay, too. He's kind of like that. Um, comedic uh, English accent, I believe, too. British accent. Definitely okay, so it's Wheatley in space. Yeah, yeah, but Wheatley's so awesome, so I don't care. Um, yeah. it's, it's space space. So then you open up the door. Space. All right, you open up the door, and it's prehistoric, <laughs> and there's dinosaurs everywhere. What? And it turns in, yeah, it turns into a, like a survival type game as what? well as crafting. Yeah, I'm all about this. Yo, dinosaurs so in VR. So now it's Ark. No, yeah, well, it's not, basically not. like space-minded Ark on steroids in VR, and everything is chasing you. And there's a lot of forest. No, 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 no. It's more linear than Ark, and it's like action adventure kind of. Turok. Ark is coming to <laughs> VR. Ark is confirmed for PlayStation VR last year. Um, they said when they built the game, they built it with VR in mind. Um, so there's no like update past that, but Ark is definitely coming. Mm. Oh, Ark oh is actually, really good. real quick. So about Ark, uh, I didn't play it for a while because I really suck at it. But I found out that on the Xbox, they patched it so you can have access to the admin console. So the first thing I did was I popped in the admin console, and I was like, summon a T-Rex. <laughs> so I summoned a T-Rex, and then I popped in the admin console, and I was like, force tame the T-Rex. <laughs> so now so I'm riding, riding around on my Rex. Oh, my God. Yes. Dude. I want them to keep the admin console just because that's the kind of game where, like, you kind of need some. I know it's about survival yeah. and all that, but that's the kind of game where I a creative mode would be great. Yeah, I personally just want to dick around with dinosaurs, like not dick around sexually with dinosaurs. Oh my god, Antonio! Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be dabbling, you know, thousands dibbling, of years. Sure. Dibbling, you're dabbling thousand years ago. I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be <laughs> dipping, you know, dipping billions of years in the past or anything. Double dipping into a velociraptor, huh? No wonder some, they went extinct. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Some hybrid dinosaur people going on. Oh my god! All right, well, that's, yeah, I agree with you. I think I think they should have a dev console add-in. I mean, I it's the cool. same reason that I enjoy um, Subnautica. Subnautica. Thank you. I tweeted yes. them to ask them if there was PlayStation VR, and they ignored me. I know they they got a lot to do. They have. I know they have a lot of optimizations. To do. They're busy, busy. A lot of a lot of things to take care of, like the. Pop-in issue. Oh, let's not talk about that. Still a problem. Anyway, so bad. Having said that, though, they did release a new update um, uh, for Steam. Anyway, right? Is, it, is, it, the one, is it the one with the, the suit? Yeah. No, no, the, no, suit. the, the, uh, the, uh, the giant dangerous, sea dragon. dangerous beasts or whatever they called it. Yeah, and they've added yeah. a couple of new things like oh no, um, sea dragon like abandoned. Well, abandoned um, like bases that you can swim up to and find. 
right. have like flooded and you can loot stuff and, and oh. harvest what they've got and put it back in your base. I mean, it uh, sounds really cool. I think, I think they added that to Xbox, but honestly, I'm just going to wait till the game comes out because this will be the third or fourth time I had to start from scratch and I just mm -hmm. feel like doing it. That's true. But, I've been uh, I've been playing on the creative mode, so I can just create stuff. Yeah, because I it's do that. a lot easier when I, I don't actually do care about it, and then I can just explore the ocean, and it's freaking crazy. Yeah, see, that's what I want for Ark. It's so. actually, you know what? If you get down there, at least last time I played it, there's the world is a cube, and I didn't know this, but the world is a cube that's surrounded by water. So you can actually go down the cliff that is like the ending cliff, and then when you get to the bottom, it's just flat texture and you can you can go underneath it in your um in your like little ducky bubbleizer or whatever they're called <laughs> and just like scoot around underneath the ocean until you pop out on the other side it's horrible it's horrifying down there it's pitch black there are all why, these noises that sounds terrifying it's so scary and you can go down until you lose sight <laughs> of the wall imagine that there's, VR. It, just, it doesn't end it just goes so you just you'd like the ceiling ceiling which is the ocean floor is here and you're yeah. in your little ducky, and you can only sort of see it when you're about three to five feet away. So you kind of have to keep angling up so you can keep lights on it to keep going. And then if you accidentally go down too far, you just you just you just drift forever, and you just think you're going in one direction, but really you're going straight down into the abyss. And the noises keep getting louder, and there's nothing down there. It's just awful. And then the game crashes because it can't render you <laughs> that far away. Horrifying! Oh, it's amazing. Awesome. Yeah, it's okay. a great time. Major memory leak. Oh my god, yeah. Will. It's great. Like, hey, dude, we're running out of memory to uh, load the world, so stop it. <laughs> Just reboot. And then you die and end up at the surface again. It's amazing. Oh, uh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, great time. Ten, ten. So you guys want me to hit up the news? Yeah, let's get let's into the news. Let's do it. All right. So in the world of PlayStation, not a whole lot going on. Um, Lame. Before, before PSVR launches. <laughs> All right, that's it, PS. Bye. <laughs> for a pro. But uh, as far as PS4 Pro goes, according to CG Project Red, uh, they currently have no plans to release a PS4 Pro patch Ooh. for The Witcher 3. Ouch. Well, Sorry, there's not really anything Better in there. Better beat it soon. Well, well yeah, I'm going to get it on PlayStation Pro anyway. <laughs> I would buy a Slim if I bought one. And I'd probably buy a used OG edition, so I wouldn't. In an, email, in an email they sent to a Reddit user, they said the reason for that is our teams are currently working very hard on our upcoming projects such as the Gwent, Witcher the Witcher 4. card. No more Witcher. Such as Gwent, such as Gwent, the Witcher Gwent, card Gwent, game. Gwent, 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 Gwent. You know that's really loud when <laughs> our listeners listen. Anyway. And uh Cyberpunk twenty seventy six. Give me that. And Sorry, go ahead. All right, all right, we're done. Okay, go ahead. And Cyberpunk 2070. That looks so cool. I want to yeah, play we know, that. We know nothing about that, but they're working hard on it. I want to play it on principle, and I have not seen anything except for the cover art they released and uh, and the fact that I love CD Projekt Red. So I'm going to buy that game entirely on hype and no substantiated claims whatsoever, and I'm going to be really happy with it. Okay, here's a real question for you. This Gwent game that you speak of, is it mobile or console? Or is it a card game? Are you guys asking me? I don't, or I don't is care it a physical about card? I don't, Guys, I don't, I don't care about The Witcher. Well, let's find out. Right, I'm Googling it. Cast. Here we go. I'm Google. Googling it. Fact check. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they said it was mobile. Listen. Witcher card game. Free to play. CD Project Red for Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Why? Xbox Give it to me on mobile. And PC. Because it's going to have really great graphics. How are you going to supposed to put... 
uh, a sorceress with really great personality in this game on mobile. It's just not going to fit in the game. Okay, give me a moment here. Listen, Gwen could be great on iOS. Look at Hearthstone. Actually, it really could be. It would be absolutely fantastic. It could be like Pokemon Go. What are they doing? It could be like Pokemon Go where you run around and you have to like win in public to trade for cards and it clones your best card and gives it to the other person that you just beat. Oh my God. In public. What the fuck are they doing? All That's right. a free one, CD Projekt Red. I will so, take 1%. Uh, cool. Not free, 1%. Gwen confirmed not for mobile. Sounds like a major loss. Bit of a letdown. Uh, I have actually quite a bit of Xbox news this week, which is surprising. Wait, I do have another announcement about Gwen. It is free to play. <clears throat> yeah, I means it's going to suck. According to Shannon Loftus, <laughs> publishing man. Except Gwent is amazing. Gwent's have you ever amazing. played Gwent? It's going to have yeah. in-app purchases, but though. You can do, pay do, for do you not know at this okay. point that free-to-play ruins everything? Listen, no, free-to-play ruins Actually, 90% of the things that are free-to-play. But Antonio, I will squeeze the living shit out of Gwent and not pay a single dime. Antonio, last episode we talked a lot about free-to-play and paid for games yeah you should check out uh pixel reader podcast episode number 32 all about the value of the money of games value of a dollar the whole thing yeah well good so then you know where we're coming from what's next on xbox uh so according to shannon loftus who's the publishing manager manager for microsoft studios uh scorpio will render all microsoft published games natively in 4k Okay, uh, give me the specs okay. though. She yeah. told the US she told the USA today any games we're making that we're launching in the Scorpio time frame, we're making sure they can natively render at 4K. All right, that's great. What what can it do that the PlayStation Pro can't do? That's what I need to know. Okay, we're gonna that's what I need to know. Microsoft, my, listen my to my thing, words, answer them, please. My thing with the Scorpio is right now it's just something that's like a vapor platform. It's not here yet. We don't have anything about it. So Sounds like the NX. Uh, yeah, a little bit cold-blooded. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Mike Rayner, technical director for the Coalition, revealed in an interview with PC Gamer that Gears of War 4 will have split-screen co-op on PC. Split-screen co-op. Interesting. Apparently, apparently, there's not a lot of split-screen co-op games on, on PC? PC. On right. PC? How do you sense. do it on PC? Well, I mean, I linked, I, linked to the, I linked to the article with PC Gamer. I think it has to do with, like, a... You could probably do like a keyboard and a mouse, and then does I mean, somebody most of what use I've seen WSD, is, and the other person uses the actual like up down left right. I hope not. Most of what I've seen has been that they've clustered out. So actually, some innovative games have given you this corner, the bottom, the other bottom, and then the corners here, and they've given you interesting keycap layouts uh, to show that there are opportunities um, for four-player gaming. But it is a little bit odd in that. <laughs> it is a little, bit, little bit odd though because PC gaming typically is solo. You know, you're right. in front of your tower, your machine. This is where you come to do your thing and be social, but online, it's a little bit further away. I don't know. I think it'll couch be couch co-op is dead. Really. I think couch co-op should come back. To couch the co-op is not dead, at least not with Personally, indies. Uh, should come back. Real quick, speaking of couch co-op, my wife and That's I great. played Overcooked. Uh, so How is that? Couch Co-op title. 
Uh, with two people, it's fun. Uh, her and it's I were getting. PS4, right? Looks like yeah. someone overwatched the egg. I'll show myself. Out. So, it was. Uh, it was. <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh, next bit of news for Microsoft is Microsoft released uh, announced the release of an Xbox One S Microsoft Favorites Minecraft Favorites bundle. Uh, it comes with a 500 gig hard drive and a copy of Minecraft for 299. So, okay. 299. Yes. Okay. With Minecraft. And an I, mean, S. I mean, all right. Mm. I don't know that that's worth. It's basically so, the game. I, for free. I feel like a lot of. The game is already like, free. I feel like a lot it's of younger really. kids will probably really like that. Like, I'm thinking like middle it's school. It's a family to, bundle sale. Yeah. Middle school to high school people. I mean, like, anyone can like Minecraft, but I feel like it'll right. be like a really good holiday thing for getting your child. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree with you. And that's not to say that Minecraft, again, isn't for adults and other people no, who I love Minecraft. games. It's, it's the best game, but I agree with you. I don't. I think, think it's, it's it's very appealing to, to families who want to indulge their children in video games and not necessarily the evils of games. <laughs> um, Minecraft is... Of of the evil games, one of the not as evil. Yeah, I feel. Uh, so this next actually piece of news reminds me to that I forgot to tell you guys I was playing quite a bit of Recore last week and this. How week. is that? First off, what is it? And then my, how is my, it? My tagline for the review was going to be something along the lines of Recore, a repackaging of everything you've already played. Oh. Uh, I like I like the I like the idea of Recore. I like the characters. I like the story and the lore. The little lore there is. I like the bots. They have a lot of personality. Uh, right now, I feel like I'm about to hit that wall where I'm at the end of the game, and then I have to collect a bunch of cores, which wouldn't bother me except for the fact that, and I read a lot of this online in reviews. When you hit this wall, it gets to a point where the enemies kill you in like two hits. And oh. then you just have to grind Get and grind better. and grind, update, I mean, upgrade. And I'm just like, mm. so I turned it off and I started playing Paper Mario again. Gotcha. Um, but the reason I brought that up is because a new patch is available for Xbox One that shortens some of the game's loading time significantly. Uh, the two minute load time in the Shifting Sands is now one minute. And the original respawn times for the core foundry have also been halved. I can confirm. Two minute loading time it used to be? Oh, yeah. I can oh, confirm. my lord. Oh, I know. I can confirm that they're that definitely. an excessively long time. You can, oh, yeah. like, get on Twitter, take a look at all your favorite Twitter people, re respond to some stuff, like. Oh, yeah. And I know. I know. I'm halfway it. through. Yeah, I know. I know. You don't have to tell me. Been there, done that. Yeah. Uh, so they're showing them quite a bit. Um, still not enough, but it's, I mean, 50% is admirable. They're, they're yeah, it's significant. It. Um, but, I mean, I'm like hot and cold on it. I feel like it's mediocre. Yeah. It definitely doesn't feel like, and this isn't a review. It's just still impressions, but it does not feel like a title that should be exclusive to one platform. It feels like something, honestly, like a little indie dev team made. Yeah, I mean, especially when you compare it to something that other indie devs put out, it's just, I don't know. It's just very yeah. mediocre. That's interesting. Mm. Um, Joe from work really, really loves it. 
Like he was telling it's, me at work is, that he was is really, really excited. Yeah, it is really satisfying every time you just rip a core. Because if you if you're really if you're at a much higher level than like someone you're going against, you can just instantly rip the core from them. Mm. Or uh, it's this like kind of pull, tug and pull where you have to, you know, get the core out. Is it like bass fishing? Kind of actually. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, so yes. pe pe oh my people, God, yes. people, people have compared that. So those parts of the game are cool. It's just the re repetition can get a little old, um, okay. but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm probably going to hop back into it just because I like that environment. Yeah. And I like the the bots. Like, there's something there. There really is. And I I want this to be a franchise. And I wanted to get a proper sequel with mm. a better budget and better cinematics. Um, and the story yeah. is pretty good? It's pretty generic. You'll see it. Um, I'll it probably pick it up. Yeah, I mean, you should pick it up. I mean, especially if you, you know, gamers are locked, it's 30 bucks, so... Mm -hmm. Um. Anyway, uh, for those of you who are dying to play Gears of War four, it went gold on Monday, so that means there should not be anything holding it back from making its release date. Uh, and for those of you who have not played Firewatch, it is available now on Xbox One. I'm interested. Oh my in god! It. I want to play it so bad. I want. I want to pick it up on PS4. I think Firewatch is a really intriguing game, and I think you should play it. It is emotionally compromising. Yeah, yeah. It is well. It's it's really good, uh, and I think it's worth. I think it's it's like an experience. So don't like if you're thinking about getting if you're thinking about getting Firewatch, don't watch a let's play of it. Oh first. no 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 definitely. Or if oh you're going to skip through, Danny. skip through to like maybe the third or fourth episode in just to get an idea of how the gameplay goes. But the first like five to ten minutes is all story and understanding right. and it really sets the mood for the game. So don't watch that if you're going to, no, I'm not going to, I want to, I, I avoided everything because eventually yeah. I want to pick it up. I just really, case, really want to play it. Just in case you break before you buy it, like don't do it. Just so it's available it. on Xbox one already or it's yes. about to be. No, it's out. Ooh, yeah. Might need to um, get that. Speaking so, of released on Xbox one, I have a bit of news, which you might have gotten to go for it. Everspace. Didn't didn't write that down. I got it. Well, that's fine. So Everspace. Wait, um, I think I sent that PR release to you. Did I not? You yeah, pro, yeah. I'm sure I saw that. Hey, yeah. So Everspace <laughs> came out. <laughs> why do I do? I don't this? know. Everspace came out. Um, it's not. Why do guys? Watch, why do I run a website? But it is. Why do I bother? It is. <laughs> Why do, I, why do I bother reaching out to PR people? As early access on Xbox One right now. Um, it's also available on Steam, I believe, early access. Um, but it's a really interesting game. It's It looks like the kind of gameplay that we were hoping for in terms of space battles in No Man's Sky. In that you have the fully controllable gimbal, like a very uh, elite dangerous feel. Um, but with a mix of that Rogue, um, what was that game that uh, Tristan was talking about? Rogue One, is that right? Not Rogue One. You know I'm talking about it's like a space trucker sim. Um, space games. Eva? No, not Eve. Eve Online. Not Eve Online. Oh, it's okay. I don't think about it. You know, what I'm talking about it. Yeah, I'll I'll I, think of it I later. Don't... But 
that game, when I list the Rebel name, Galaxy, Rebel Galaxy, thank you. That's it. Um, has a very flat plane. So Rebel Galaxy has a lot of different things you can do, but it feels a lot like sailing a ship on the ocean in that space is two dimensional flat and you can do port side shots and like off the bow or whatever, but you, you really don't have very much in terms of pitch or roll or yaw. Like you're just, you're flat um, and you're flying around and that's okay. But this game gives you full 360 range of motion. You're flying around, shooting asteroids, destroying people and seeking them out. Um, and it, it looks just absolutely dope. It is a free demo on Xbox One. And I would recommend picking it up um, if you want to do early access pay, you can. I believe it's $25 right now, which is probably a good deal. Uh, knowing that when it launches, it'll probably be closer to $45 or $60. Um, so if you wanted to get early access to it, it is probably a good time to do so. Um, I played a little bit of it so far, and I really like what I've seen. Um, obviously, it's an alpha, so I, I have my qualms about you know gameplay and load and whatever else. But it looks amazing, has a lot of potential, and honestly... This is what I wanted when No Man's Sky was being announced. And this this takes all of the searching for creatures away, looting bullshit for no reason. I'm sure this game has its own host of issues, but already for a free demo, I'm enjoying it more. So just to FYI, Will, I'm pretty sure if you check the email, you can get mm -hmm. a uh, copy to review. Well then, I will go ahead and uh, I will go ahead and do that, which I did. Yeah, why don't you crack open the email inbox? <laughs> Take a look here. Oh look! Oh yeah, look at there! Oh wow! I definitely read that. Yeah, You're so full of shit. I All right, so read that. I've got I've got quite a bit of Nintendo news too, actually. Oh yeah. Uh, hit me with it. So hit me, hit the me. Wall Street the Wall Street Journal actually dropped a bit of a bombshell. Uh, I mean, it's not technically confirming, but. Uh, the Pokemon Company president, whose name I cannot pronounce because I do not know Japanese, <laughs> told them a Pokemon title will definitely release on an X while simultaneously confirming the platform will indeed be a console handheld hybrid. In a way, he said mm -hmm. the following. The NX is trying to change the concept of what it means to be a home console device or a handheld device. Boom! Drop the mic. Yo, he's... Probably in some deep shit with Nintendo right now. I think uh, well, is. not only that, but Ubisoft said something too this week. So the next bit of news is during the Ubisoft presentation this week, the CEO had the following to say about an X. The new Nintendo console is a fantastic machine. It's really a new approach. It's really Nintendo, which is, which is, oh, which is coming up with something new again. We love it. He also said after that, uh, that, they really love the user interface, and they think that it's something that all gamers are going to be able to understand and use. Um, I just love the fact that we have, you know, these people praising NX, and we still don't know a goddamn thing. Thank you. Well, we we have those drawings from Foxconn. Oh yeah, yeah, those those sketches. Uh, mm -hmm. That that'll probably put up in this week's news because uh, who knows if they're legit or not, but. I'm waiting for a leak from Foxconn. I mean, it's. I feel like it's gonna. Be, it has to happen. Yeah. Soon Foxconn enough, leaks everything else. Look at yeah. the phones. The, the rumor is that they're gonna talk about NX uh, earlier in early um, October. Didn't they rumor that it would be three, and then they rumored it would be Gamescon, and then they rumored that it would be. Oh, there's like, always rumors. Yeah, of course. So what? Maybe it'll happen at BlizzCon. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be the most amazing thing, though, if they bust out, like, 
they're doing a presentation on some WoW expansion and they literally rip through the display. Somebody jumps out, they're like, <laughs> that would be crazy. Yo, everyone would lose it. I would lose it. I don't even, I'm not even going to watch that and I would lose it. I mean, it's shit, amazing. Miyamoto just walked out in the middle of an Apple event, so who that knows with them anymore? It's true. the Wild West for Nintendo right now. Right. Once the Apple next keynote, that's when the NX is going to be released. Yeah, could you imagine? <laughs> I mean, maybe they're trying to do a mic drop and, like, basically do what Bethesda did with Fallout, and when they oh, have their, their presentation, right? they're like... Hey, here's what the NX is going to be. Oh, by the way, it's out in two months. The NX like, could is, you imagine? The NX isn't a console; it's a emulator app for your iPhone that runs any N64 or Nintendo game ever created. I would loathe that. <laughs> I know it I wouldn't would be love good. That so much, I would burst into flames. I know. Uh, the the NX, NX has been inside you all along. You've already had the power. Oh my god. Uh, next bit of Nintendo news: the popular fan-made game Pokemon Uranium is now officially ceasing development. Uh, it's a little uh, better than Pokemon Uranus, so including uh, yeah, including taking off its online features. No. Uh, so here's a bit of news that Tristan and I were really upset about. Um, those who preloaded Paper Mario Color Splash from Nintendo found a nice surprise. They were able to play the full game unlocked two weeks early. Yeah, Nintendo caught the mistake uh, the morning after and Oops. promptly pulled it from Nintendo eShop. So if you go to buy it, pre-order it digitally, it says digital pre-order coming soon. Uh, so a lot of people have been putting out their impressions of the game. Oops. And, That's and a big one. to Tristan's and my surprise, they're all very positive. Oh, uh, which actually has Tristan really excited because he wasn't because you guys remember when I, I said it two episodes ago that I was pre-ordering it and he's like oh why would you do that because you know he's being Tristan uh, and now uh, <laughs> <laughs> now he told me he's like oh yeah I'm actually pretty excited for it it looks good I think I'm going to pick it up so oh, okay if you've got Tristan interested you know it's good yeah it must be, must be good. Uh, we, we just both wish that we would have pre-ordered it and pre-loaded it and then we can play it. Yeah. Uh, what, in, that's a big mess up, though, you know, to lose that. Oh, yeah. Like that. Yeah, that's oh. a whoops, whoopsie. Someone at Nintendo. Whoops. It's, someone at Nintendo has been promoted to customer. Yeah, they have. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> um, let me see here. Not a whole lot else. I mean, industry news. Uh, Kurt Schilling. And his now defunct studio, uh, 38 Studios, agreed to pay $2.5 million settlement to the state of Rhode Island after, you know, making them go bankrupt and all that. Yeah. Oh, Blizzard is ditching the Battle.net name. Wait, what? Yep. What? Where is it going to? Uh, it's No, the service is going to stay there. It's just the name is going to cease. What's the name going to be? Uh, Blizzard Services. That sounds so That's lame. Go ahead yeah. and sign in with your Blizzard Services at .net account. Or Blizzard Battle.net, Services, dude. one of the two. Battle.net. That's like the most iconic thing. Not anymore. It's not. Oh, come on. Um, was God. the domain getting really expensive? Was there like patent trolls waiting to buy up the domain? Because oh, that can happen. I didn't actually. hear anything about No, I know that. I didn't hear anything about that, though. I mean that if somebody oh. like bought out BattleNet because somebody forgot fun, to renew it. Fun fact: <laughs> that so would for those suck. Of, 
For those of you who don't know, before I started Pixel Raider, I ran a website for two years called Game and Cook. It was a video game slash recipe blog. Uh, I when I started Game uh, Pixel Raider, I just let the domain lapse and it expired. And the other day, I just wanted to see for shits and giggles if anyone bought it. And someone else now owns Game and Cook, and they're selling it for uh, the starting bid is eight hundred dollars. They want to see if you'll buy it back from them. So I thought that was interesting. That, wow, wow. Yeah, that's good. You know, you're I, worth because I have. I had bought it for like four dollars. Yeah. So yeah. Well, then they started um, seeing traffic go there. They're like, oh shit. Maybe. Right. Uh, the only other two things I have are rumors that NX has now entered trial production at Foxconn, and that online retailers, uh, at least in Europe, aren't able to purchase any more orders of Wii U units uh, after October first. Wow. So that's all I got. All right. I know it was a long. News. No, that's good. No, that's fine. good there was a good amount of talking, though. Yeah, I have. Um, so I have something that's coming up, which is I, um, you know, Sarah and I play games together, but I clearly am the more game heavy focused uh, person in this household. So I wanted to see about getting her interested in some other games that are on the market, and so I ended up picking up for GameCube um, for the first time because I've actually never owned it. Um, um, use your words. I have to use my <laughs> words. It's the one where you run. God, I'm just, sometimes I just do this in my mind. Wow, goes. I've never played a game. No, just, run. no, 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 describe it. Describe, uh, it. describe, describe it, it to us. It's a game where you're a little dude who runs around with a helmet with horns on it, and you, uh, beautiful Joe. Nope. And you talk to people, and you trade them for little items, and you make your town better. I already know what it Animal is. Animal Crossing. Yeah, I'm trying to get you to do it. There you go. Yeah, Animal Crossing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot that came out on GameCube. Yeah, it came out for GameCube. So oh, I ordered it for, for GameCube, and we're going to play it together because I think it's a really great way to, to kind of... Oh, my God. She's going to love it. I know. She's going to freak out. So I, I have that coming soon, and so next week I'll let you know how it plays, and... So can I can I ask can I ask you was that like forty bucks? No, I actually bought it for fourteen on Amazon. Oh, nice. Okay, I'm just I just wonder because some of those old games good condition. It probably doesn't come with the packet or anything, but I don't care. I mean, okay. I was just curious because some of those old games hold their value. Yeah, they do. There was one that was being sold in that list for ninety eight dollars. Ooh, like I bought when I got that my was gun. like pristine in wrapping, and I was like, I don't care about any of that as long as the disc runs and I can polish that and shit up with toothpaste if I have to. Yeah, it's fine. Because I bought my GameCube Those like four years ago. Indestructible. Four years ago, I bought mine. Yeah, because um, I never had one. I was the one Nintendo Dude, that's, I never had. I have the launch day. Yeah. I have a, a launch week edition GameCube Yo, that nice. still runs. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have a I have a little black GameCube, and I got um. Super Mario Sunshine, and that was like forty bucks. Mm-hmm. That game's really listen. Good. It's great. I'm fun. telling you, if you need to borrow any, I have I have like like sixty. Uh, I, that whole chest is like old GameCube games. Uh, I have a bunch of GameCube games at home too. I'll hook you up with whatever. I'll send you a photo of what I got. That's cool. I will definitely, I will definitely hit you guys up for that. Let's not yeah, address that. That was weird at all. Okay, it wasn't weird at all. Okay, all. you should if you can find yeah, Kirby's do. Air Ride cheap. I I tried to look it up on Amazon. It is 
on Amazon, the cheapest one that I can find is um, probably sixty-five, huh? Uh, well, it was cheaper than I imagined, but Kirby's at, at the top, it's one hundred and thirty-five dollars on Prime. Yeah. Oh my um, God. But Kirby's Air Ride is so fun, and there's couch co-op, and like seriously, it was one of me and my younger brother's favorite games growing up, just to like shoot the shit and play together if we weren't playing Melee against each other. I have it's Melee. Really fun. I've also got the original Smash on N64. Wow. Nice. Yeah, IGN, got, did, IGN did not like that game. What? Kirby's Air Ride? Yeah, they give it a 5.2 out of 10. Oh my god, Kirby's Air Ride? Okay, it's not It's not actually a good game, but it's really <laughs> fun to play with someone else. It's, like, it's not actually a good game, yet it's selling it's, for a like, lot of money. Okay, it's there's not. like one game mode that's like insanely fun to play, and then there's like 20 other game modes that are just like... Eh. Have you guys ever played Super Monkey Ball? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I have Super Monkey Ball 1 and 2. So first off, I'll loan you those if you ever want to play them. But okay, those are fun games. They're amazing. Yeah, they were really good. But Super Monkey Ball was really only great if you were playing the multiplayer game modes and, like, mm-hmm. the pop the ball open, float away, and, like, stay on the board and toss people off and shit. So very similar to that in Kirby's Air Ride. Like, it's really only I, good. I think I Although have... I did love the single-player for I didn't pick up a lot of games for it, but I picked up uh, Mario Sunshine because I know that's Oh my god, I love Super Mario Sunshine. Right, and it's a Mario game, so I had to get it because I love Mario. And it's I actually, actually think that it was, was one good. of the best. I think it's one of the best Mario games. I yeah. think it's, it's the good. absolute best Mario game ever. Yeah. I would I, rate it above Galaxy. I was going to say Galaxy. So can I, can, I think can Galaxy is up for me. Can I be honest with you guys? I what? wasn't. I wasn't that crazy about the Galaxy series. Really? I just, I don't know. I wasn't that. Crazy the Galaxy about it. series made me kind of sick. Because <laughs> it threw you around. <laughs> like, yeah, because it like threw you around. Yeah. It was like really awkward, and it like I don't know. I get like really, my stomach starts to hurt when I play games that aren't interesting. <laughs> I yes. get like actually ill yes. from games that like I don't want to play, and it made me ill. That's really weird, but all right. I'm proud of you <laughs> um, pushing through it anyway. <laughs> I also picked up Luigi's Have to play this game. I gotta, I gotta play it. <laughs> no man's got. Uh, so you, you, what did you say, Antonio? Also Sorry. Picked, I also picked up Luigi's Mansion. Oh, I love oh, Luigi's Mansion. Oh, that's so good. It's really good. Now, did you guys play Dark of the Dark, Dark of the Moon or Dark Side of the Moon on uh, 3DS? Because that game's good too. Who okay, are you? Cool. I don't know what that is. Uh-uh. Wait, what? Mm-mm. Danny. I don't know what that is. You have a what? 3DS. I know I have a 3DS. That doesn't it, was mean Luigi's Man- it was Luigi's Mansion on 3DS. Oh, I didn't play it. Oh, it was so good. It was? Oh, yes. I have to get it. You play it. I'd let you borrow it, but all my shit on my 3DS is digital. All right, digital. so since oh. we didn't really have a topic of show, what, what GameCube games do you recommend? Because there might be someone else out there who can't buy it a Wii U, or maybe they have a, a, a Wii or The OG styles. Yeah. Dude, yeah. all right. Well, I mentioned First it off, before, like, Beautiful Joe and Beautiful Joe 2. Those games okay. are so fucking good. And they yeah. look gorgeous, and because it's cel-shaded, I have a feeling that the graphics would actually still hold up. So tell me yeah. about Beautiful Joe and Beautiful Joe Yeah, tell too. me about those. I don't, so, I don't think I ever played them. Beautiful Joe and Beautiful Joe 2 follow this guy, Joe, um, who is a normal regular guy, and then he basically turns into a comic 
like comic book superhero type of thing. Um, it's cell shaded with a lot of like, you know, black outlines and stuff. Like it, it looks like a straight up comic book. Like you're playing oh, a comic book with like gorgeous. Um, like when you hit stuff, you'll have like pows come up and it's very like the storyline is very funny. It's very engaging. And the actual combat kind of what your superpower is, is that you can control time from what I can remember. It's been a very long time since I played it, but you can like rewind stuff and slow down time. Um, so that like you can like land like super combos. Um, the combat is seriously, seriously addicting. Um, and it's very, very fun. It's all a uh, 2D side scroller type of thing, but it oh, like you're talking the 2D... my you're talking my game right here. Um and it like <laughs> but it's like uh, 2D meets 3D where like the 2D like can actually like wrap around the environments, but like yeah. you're still only playing in 2D. Um uh... It's really, really fun. The boss battles are, like, really intense and really fun. And I would say that it has, like, a pretty moderately high difficulty level from when I played it. Granted, Mm -hmm. like, let me see. I don't remember when it came out. Probably, like, 2000. I would say it probably didn't come out any later than, like, 2004, 2005. Um, So I was, like, pretty young when it came out. But I remember it being, like, very challenging but like not so difficult that i didn't want to continue playing like it was it looks it looks cool i like the art style it's beautiful beautiful joe is amazing do you you have it i do yeah all right maybe i'll borrow it one day dude we should just set up a game trade straight up well the the problem is like there's all these like there's so many games most of my stuff has moved digital these days but this is one of the reasons that i love having discs because i can do this shit listen talk about why these are the two, one of the best games. Oh, oh Time yeah. Splitters 2. Okay, so that I had on PS2. That That's was one really of my good. favorite games. Yo, I gotta say, like, so many good memories with that. Honestly, yeah. like, GameCube is one of my top systems. It I is. really loved GameCube. It is. It Pikmin. had a two disc system. You could put it, you could do oh, yeah, transfer. Pikmin. Yep. Original Pikmin. Pikmin. Was amazing. Yeah. Um, there was uh, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Yeah. Um, now, wait, now hold, hold on one second. So, for those who are listening, Will, you called up Time Splitters 2, and what was the other game? Resident Evil 4. There we go. Okay. Or any of the RE games, basically, Resident Evil. Right on. Okay, I'm about to drop the mic right now. The Metroid Prime series. They are. Oh, yeah. I got yeah. those on Wii, uh, Wii, Wii U. Oh, the, the newer trilogy that came yeah, out yeah, yeah. for Wii U? Those are okay. I don't mind those, but I think the OGs are honestly better because of what they yeah, those were at the time. Definitely. Too. Yeah, they were. Game-changingly expensive. Danny's about to drop the mic. Oh, of Gonna course. Give you us got Smash knowledge. Bros. Smash. You got Smash Bros. and you have. I mean, but they're... And you've course. got um, Mario Wind Kart. Waker. Oh, Wind Waker, yes. Wind Waker was great. Because I had never played that, but I, I picked that up uh, Wind Waker HD. I love yeah. that. I love the two. Technically, it's pretty true to the. It's, yeah, it's pretty yeah, true. It's, pretty faithful to the original. Beautiful. Yeah. And technically, Twilight Princess you could also play on GameCube, but I had it for Wii. Yeah, did Twilight Princess. Jet, did they release Jet Set Radio on GameCube? Because I know they I, were bringing those Dreamcast games over. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't play it there anyway. Okay. Yeah, I played it on oh, Dreamcast. Prince of Persia. 
Uh, <laughs> dude, I, I played that shit on game. like the OnLive service. Do you guys ever play with OnLive? Vaguely remember that, yeah. It's still around, actually. Like the servers are what? still on. I have an account still. It's That's still up. So weird. But on live, I went in and I played all the I played all that shit. That's where I started with the Prince of Persia. Because it's available. Mm. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't know, man. There's a lot of stuff with the GameCube. That that was I honestly I think it sounds it sounds you know what the shame about it is it sounds like it had such a stellar library and my one friend who had a GameCube loved it. Well, remember they but kept it, it alive like, for a lot longer than it should have been because they persisted well, yeah. it through the Wii. And it sounds like it was unfortunately an underappreciated system, not by I, the people who had it. I think but the by Wii. the general public. Yeah, I, it's. It was my first. It either was my first console. Yeah, it was my first console, and then I went back and I bought a whole bunch of other stuff. But the GameCube. Which also dates me, by the way. Um, the GameCube was my foray into into real gaming, and then I discovered the N sixty four and its beauties. Oh yeah, I love N sixty four. I was like, oh cool, like oh whatever is this? No, I must have had an N sixty four before that. I must. Have. You, you know, uh, I just have to say I this. I played Goldeneye for years. Yeah, you, you had to have had it. I must, or somebody, yeah. or somebody did, and you were always there. I bet, yeah. Um, I I have to say, I'll never, ever, 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 ever forget the first time that I saw uh, <laughs> Super Mario sixty four. Yeah, and she was I went amazing. Up to the controller. I went up to the controller, and I was running around in three D space that was never what? done before. And I had that exact same feeling uh, when I tried VR for the first time. That shit is That's crazy. Why I'm so excited for people to get this this because it's a, it's completely different. It's a whole new experience. But anyway, I just wanted to say that because you said Mario 64, and it's just so it was just, such a, it was just such a magical moment for me. I was in Brooklyn this weekend. Um, oh, yesterday. glad you came to visit. Oh, cool. Uh, I was off yesterday. Thanks for visiting. Sure. Uh, great. Good. Good. <laughs> So I was in Brooklyn yesterday um, for Brooklyn Pour, which was a um, Brooklyn Pour. craft brew, P-O-U-R, a craft brew um, like tap experience where you go, you buy a ticket, and then they give you access to 60 or 70 different breweries came out Whoa. and gave just like infinite taps of all these different oh, wow. things and got a free taster glass that you could take home. So I know we have like two taster glasses, which is great. Um, there were so much beer there, but one of the things that I really enjoyed was um, Verizon Fios came out, and they were doing this like, "Hey, let's tell you about Fios because you're a little drunk, and we're now easy to get a sale from you." But also, <laughs> um, I, I do actually want Fios to install for my building. But uh, me too. Um, Fios was so good when I had it. They had VR headsets with them, and they were running it off of the Samsung Galaxy S6, the non-exploding one. Um, which was good because you're putting it right up against your face. So you put on the, you put on the, the like the click on glasses or whatever. Oh my God. The fire, the, the fire and pain feels so real. It's so real. It's so hot. Oh my God. They, they put you in this chair and then it's like a roller coaster. 
and you just literally like look around and watch this roller coaster and it was really immersive and I was blown away by the fact that a phone could run this kind of immersive experience so far and I hadn't tried that yet. I've never actually put on the Oculus. I've, I've only ever watched oh, people play it. So, so that was my first just, intro, but it didn't have head tracking, which I was kind of wishing it did to can, like. Can I, can I just tell you? My brain. I'm, I'm super, super excited for you to come over and play, uh, oh try this VR. I want to try it so, so good. I've, I've tried those headset, the phone VRs, and they're yeah. they're really cool, but. It's not even close. And it's try not even true close. VR. Yo, oh my god! I'm so excited for you to try it. I can't wait. I can't wait. I need. Oh, I need so to do good. it. I've been watching, and I've been watching the Oculus build for a long time. Um, and then when it was bought by Facebook, I got really disappointed because I almost, I was so close to backing it and getting on that train. And then they were like, Facebook owns it, and I was like, I just honestly, it's I'm sure it's a separate can. division, but I just can't anymore. I can't do it. It's um, probably better you didn't, honestly. Yeah, I know. And and it hasn't gone anywhere after that as a result. Well, that's the thing. And I, I have a friend who's really, really interested in VR, and he was looking at the Oculus, and we were talking uh, last weekend all about it. Uh, I think they I bought said, it honestly, to kill it, honestly. I don't think they bought it to do anything with it. You notice that they, they bought They bought it to turn it into some kind of advertising platform. You well, know, they're yeah. trying to generate money. Well, you saw Snap this weekend came out with those headphones, or the, the eyeglasses with the camera built in. Did you guys see this? What? Oh, Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they Snap, them, so isn't Snap um, bought by Facebook now? Is that right? Snap Inc. is owned by Facebook. Is that right? Am I, I cannot confirm. I cannot confirm that. I might be making shit up. But they came out with these glasses. They're called this. They're called spectacles. And they're called spectacles, and they look like they're the most hipster bucks. thing you've ever seen. They're like straight up hipster glasses, which is okay. Nothing against hipster glasses. They just, they just, that's what they are. And they have a camera built into the corner, and they can record up to ten seconds of video at any given time, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, and what the person who developed them was saying is that it removes the barrier that's in front of you. So when you're recording with a phone, there's this wall between you and the thing that's occurring versus right. if it's on your head, you are experiencing in real time. Then when you watch the video later, it's reliving a memory from the same experience point that you lived it before. Which is totally valid. I think that's, it is. You know, I, I yeah. totally respect that. But my, my question is whether or not like they're using that kind of technology to further these ventures instead of taking Oculus the way that it should have gone. They're saying, all right, well, we'll just sell this kind of tech out so we can get more like that instead of yeah, going full VR. So I don't know. Um, but I, I'm but, interested in the Vive as well because the Vive, I think, looks pretty cool. I, I don't have enough I was space here. I was telling my buddy that I said, honestly, I said, I think your best bet for VR might be a PS4 and PSVR because I feel like that's going to have the I most mean, support the, at the moment. The cheapest build... And the easiest thing for a game company to develop for, it's it's going to be PlayStation VR, like yeah. hands down. So far, that seems to be the case. I mean, you can yeah. you can have a fully rigged and running top of the line VR headset for eight hundred dollars if you don't yeah. have a PlayStation Four already. Yeah, like that. That's unbeatable right now in the market. Yeah, like it's like literally merely on price, and then like the PlayStation is already going to bring you the content you want because it's going to basically only be releasing games, and like place like VR experiences, like it already has a platform and a store to do all of that versus it's like got, it's PC. Got a it's got a huge backing from Sony, so you know they're yeah. going to push it. Yeah. Well, you'll come over and see it and try it, and you'll be like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, this is awesome. You'll come over and see it, and you'll, like, burn your Xbox to the ground after you see it. Yeah, you will. 
Actually, what I'll probably do is get a bigger middle coffee table desk. The way that my game system works, all, you see this? You see in the background the black thing right here? Yeah. So that my coffee table has a whole shit ton of wires going in the back, which is like internet cables, and then it's got like a HDMI output on the side, and it's just this big tangle of wires that goes to the projector, but my GameCube, my N64, my Xbox One, and for a while my Xbox 360 all lived in that table, and the drawer pulls out and my whole game shelf is in there, so I can just pull the disc out. So it's like coffee table looking pretty classy, but then, so like the top is clear, but then this little shelf inside and all the drawers, all game shit. Nice. Put my put my feet up, start rocking some stuff on the TV. It's great. Nice. My my game storage spot has been the ottoman now. I throw my my stuff in there, like my uh, controllers and stuff that I, I think, charge. I think up. I actually broke the table with putting too much weight in it. <laughs> the drawer right. open half the time. Wow. So yeah, you guys think that's a wrap? I think so. I mean, for this so, week, yeah. We kind of went a little here it. and there and everywhere. Yeah. Had a good time. It was good. Thanks yeah. for joining us, everybody. Um, I want to know if you guys end up picking up Everspace. By the way, I looked into your email. You did not send me one, so <laughs> suck on that. But uh, you can if you'd like to. It must have been another <laughs> space game. It probably was. I think I did I find like another it. couple space games in there. Um, so yeah, if, if you I play Everspace. the word space, I just send it to you. It's basically the same thing, and it is accurate because I will look at no, it. No, I'm serious. I do. I know you it do. Says space, I'm like, boom. <laughs> um, so out there, listeners, if you play Everspace, uh, let me know your thoughts because I'm interested in seeing what you guys have to say about it. If you buy the game, if you play just the demo, if you get on Steam versus on Xbox or PlayStation, whatever it's releasing on, uh, let me know. Um, similarly, send us in your favorite uh, retro Thank game titles. Games. Game game games titles because we want to play them. Um, and I'm in the market, so yeah. Yeah. Oh, real quick, I just want to say because I have this up on my thing because I'm doing a big write up. I'm doing a write up each week leading up to PlayStation VR. Uh, this week's one will be about like a little FAQ, things that you need for PSVR, uh, certain accessories you may want to look into. The next week is going to be all the games I'm looking forward to, but I have Ooh. this article up I was researching. Battle Zone, for those of you who don't know, which is a uh, cell shaded kind of like tank game, looks really cool in VR. Actually, it's going to support four-player local co-op, one person with a headset and three other people with controllers. And they can talk like – you can, like, communicate, like, and they can hear you in the VR headset and stuff. It's supposed to be really cool. So okay, wait. I just want I to have, say that quick. I have, um, I have a question. Has anybody played – I might not have the answer. Stop okay. talk, has anybody, anybody played uh, Keep Talking or Everybody Explodes? No, no, we talked about that before. Though. Everybody dies, yeah. or whatever it's called. It's the game for those. Of you, I'm probably butchering the title because I do that. But the no, you're uh, right. keep stop talking, or everyone explodes. That's yeah, the, the game. The game is basically one person is uh, working within um, the game world on a bomb, and another person is reading a manual and telling you through game chat or over the phone or across the table what they have to do to defuse the bomb, and so you have to describe it to them while they're looking at this thing. And they have to find the correct chapter and tell you, okay, that bomb, you have a red wire, so cut that wire. So what I'm hoping for is to get that on couch co-op with VR, with one person in the VR headset diffusing the bomb with controller, and then everybody else looking at the display in front of you on the TV, which shows what they're seeing, and also the like look-through guide so they can show the person 
what they might oh, need to do sweet. to like not blow up. So wait a minute, hold on. Guys. If we've got hopes and dreams that we're discussing, that would be my hold hope on. and dream. So game devs, oh, make wait, that. Wait, wait, keep talking game.com slash press slash keep talking and nobody explodes list PlayStation VR as a platform. Yes. Okay, Boom. beautiful. So uh, so play that when it comes out and or buy it or I'll buy it for you and I'll play it at your house, Antonio. We're gonna do it. We have to do it. Yeah, it's totally it's totally uh, it's on their press uh, site. So we're gonna do it. Uh, we're gonna do it. Guys, that uh, concludes uh, episode 33 of <laughs> Twitter's <laughs> Land Party. I just want to say thanks for sticking with us. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's always fun. It's fun just to shoot the shit. It's and, fun. You know, it's fun. It's weird that people want to listen because we talk about, you know, episode one was all about dino juice. And Hey, man, we got soothing about, voices. And for the most part, I think we know what we're talking about, at least from now. Dino 33 juice, episodes in. From sure. Dino juice first. to No Man's Sky to The Governor. To now. Dino Dicks. <laughs> yeah, it's good taking it. Well, right, yeah, guys. we do appreciate you guys sticking with us. So. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, tweet at tweet at us. Uh, shoot us an email. Leave us reviews on uh, iTunes too. We do read those like emails, read by those. the way. So, all right, <laughs> all right. See you guys next week. See you next. Bye. Week. Bye.